Chance Now is podcast, the best damn podcast in podcast land, mostly about video games. My name is Chance. I used to write a thing, but I don't anymore. With me, as always, is Chamberlain. That's Al. true of many of us. Yeah, I, I used to write a thing. We all used to write a thing, and that's how we met. Yeah. We wrote things, and now we don't write things anymore because no one reads. No, nobody reads. It's longer than a tweet. Nobody reads those, even. No, I, I cat pictures. If I yeah, if I oh god, cat pictures. <laughs> I was watching cute cat pictures on YouTube the other day, and then it said, "Do you want to see uh, trucks uh, not make it under low hanging overpasses?" And I'm like, "Yes, fuck, absolutely." Hey, fuck yeah, I do. And then it does. Uh, do you want to see like stupid uh, idiots in cars? And I'm like, "Hey, yeah, I yeah. do." And one of the idiots in cars things was full on a pedestrian just getting obliterated. Oh. by a car at like oh, 100 that, miles an that's hour. That's much less fun. Yeah. And then the video goes back and slows it down. And the only reason I'm telling you this is just to warn you that that shit is out there because I was traumatized by that, man. Yeah, that is traumatizing. I did not need see, to see that shit. But trucks... YouTube. Trucks not making it under a bridge? Ah, that's something, good stuff. There's something so cathartic, especially when it's going fast enough that it like shears off a top yeah, and it, it like... peels it back like a tuna yes, can or something. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, we have a really why. famous one less than like... 11 foot 8. Half a mile away from me. Yeah, eleven foot eight. That was that showed up repeatedly in this video. Yeah, it's um, it was a, it's right next to my church I used to go to. It was a magical place. Like twenty years ago, I worked in a gas bar outside of a big, um, a big grocery store, and the grocery store had underground parking, and it had a low thing to drive yeah. down into it. And I saw so many campers get wedged in there, or pop off their their ceiling light. <laughs> Just destroy their <laughs> trucks trying to get in there. It was fun. Anyway, video games, movies, video games. television. Has anyone been watching Boba Fett on Disney Plus? Uh, no. I'm going to sit this one out. Have Why? You, have you, did you watch an episode or two? I, I don't know. So you just weren't I, interested enough to try? I'm just not interested enough to try. That's just, fair. I don't get the hype this time. About Boba Fett it's specifically? Boba Fett. I mean, that's, of, that's of Ming-Na Wen, sure. But of Ming-Na Wen? What? Isn't she in that? Uh, there's a actor whose that name might be but i don't know i don't know her name although she is great if that's who i'm thinking of um it's nice to see her in a role like this she's having a lot of fun with it uh yeah the character boba fett um isn't as interesting to me as he is to like Tycho from penny arcade for some reason and we mm. spent two years falling in love with a mandalorian named Jin Darin. i want to know what Jin Darin's up to right now i don't give a fuck that yeah, boba it's, it's kind of where i'm at yeah. yeah, I don't give a fuck that Boba Fett is setting up, uh, he's taking land away from the huts on Tatooine. Um, but at the same time, what we get in this Boba Fett show is a lot of backstory of him spending time with the sand people of Tatooine. And so we, the viewer, get to spend a lot of time with the sand people of Tatooine, and that ended up being kind of interesting to me, and I'm quite enjoying that aspect of the show. And if that's the second build uh, female lead, then yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. She's in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. She was on she was Agents on Star Trek for a while. Hmm? Remember Agents of Shield? It lasted forever. No, I never watched, watched it. it. I didn't watch it. <laughs> One of those shows. Why mm-hmm. is this on? Okay. I, I call them was, cockroaches. This was before Agents of Shield was before Marvel movies or Marvel TV shows had proven themselves good. It was network regular network TV. Yeah, it was regular network TV, so it was not interesting. Samuel Jackson showed up at least twice. He's going to have his own series on Disney Plus. Good. There's going to be they like de aging him, or is this like I don't know. current age? I standards. sure hope not. I sure hope it's like you know, get me a Walker. Yeah. 
<laughs> I did see the bit of Boba Fett escaping the Sarlacc monster. Yeah, and I was I appreciated cool, that that was in there. No, I yeah, just appreciate that that was there. They had to show it. Like, how the fuck did he get out? Oh, that was kind of fun. He climbed no. out immediately. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like it was like when John Mulaney asked the guy, "How did you lose your arm?" He's like, "Well, I was born with no arm." And he goes, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> how'd you okay. get out of the Sarlacc pit, Boba?" Well, I just blew my way out. Oh. Yep. <laughs> like, I, I, I climbed up a dead stormtrooper and off we went. Yeah. <laughs> Not that exciting. Video games. Oh God, that reminds me. I have to text you guys a thing. And force what you is to watch. this thing? You must text. A thing, us. a thing, an image of some sort. No, it's not an image. It's a link to a YouTube video. The video oh. is like forty seconds long. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. the approximate right size that I can watch and still maintain interest. Ah, Unless there's cats in it. There, are, uh, there's there's just one cool cat. Ooh. <laughs> so I have decided that January is going to be picking up on little stuff that I missed. For the rest of the year. Good month for it. And I started off. I've only played one thing. And do you remember Lost in Random? Yes. 100%. Yeah. How is that? I am playing Lost in Random. Is, is it, it good? Um, it's got a lot of interesting ideas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like um, something I would like. Visually, it's like someone watched Corpse Bride. Yeah. And then watched Corpse Bride again. Yeah. And then watched nothing but Corpse Bride for like a year and a half and made a game. So, yeah. Subpar... Uh... Um, yeah, I know yeah, that's a fine aesthetic. I don't mind that. It's it's, it's not a bad aesthetic. The, the issue is the animation of the characters is understandably stiff. Um, but what throws me is they've got some really good character voice acting in here. Okay. I, mean, I wouldn't call it good voice acting, but I'd call it like hilarious characters. <laughs> okay. But the the rigging of the faces in no way reflects what's being said. Oh, uh, so Alex would just like his skin so would pop off. Yeah, well, it's like, only it's like, if it's like photorealistic, like a bio. Oh no, no, oh, not no, if it's photorealistic. But I it's, mean, it's if it's like close. stylized enough, it, eh, I, can, I can deal with it. So are we it's talking like the expression? Jaws. The expressions really don't fit like what's being said. It's not, it's not even that. It's just like it's just flapping jaws and words. It's uh, like bad puppeteering. It can work. Yeah, but he's I, saying it doesn't. I can. I agree that it can. It's it's it's, it's, it's distracting. It's not working. Especially because you've got some fairly interesting looking characters it'd just be nice if i mean it's a money thing it's 100 percent a money thing they did not have the money to spend on good facial rigs or somebody to do this animation i get that but but is like the hopping and jumping around and fighting animation cool oh no no it's it's all very very stiff so the way combat works is you have a die and, and and dice are incredibly rare there was a war to remove all the dice in the entire kingdom and the queen has the only dice and that dice is used to determine where you end up in society. When you turn 12, the queen shows up at your door and rolls her dice. And if you roll a one, you are a oneer, and you go to one town. If you roll, roll a two, you go to two town, three, mm. whatever, you know. So you are basically destined to go Wait, what are they called three town? To go. Uh, uh, Threeopolis or something like that? Threepolis? Threeopolis? Okay, good. Yeah. I was concerned. Um, and so the outside of the story is your character's sister rolls a six, it becomes a sixer, and sixers, they live with the queen. So your character, even, decides to go out and find her. Finds her own dice. The way the combat works is you... Initially, when combat starts, you cannot do any damage. You cannot hurt them. You have a slingshot. Okay. Slingshot is used to knock crystals off the bad guys. You collect the crystals to fill your hand. Okay. Not only, not is, only are there dice, there are cards. Is the slingshot <laughs> auto-aimed? No. It's oh. okay. It's very, very generously auto-aimed, yes. Okay, okay. I mean, You have to aim it, but... But you'll hit them. The hitboxes are huge, yes. Okay. This, this part isn't hard. So you fill your hand. So okay. you, you end up building a deck of 15 cards, you fill your hand, and then you roll your die. And whatever you roll on the die 
is whatever casting cost of cards you can play out of your hand. So if you roll a one, you can play a one casting cost card. Roll a two, three, whatever. There are zero cost cards you can use to bump up what you can play. It's how it handles progression, because at first you can only roll a one or a two, and you have to find more pips to upgrade your dice. <laughs> which is actually kind of funny. Um, and it, it, this all sounds good, but the, the, the problem is that about half of the cards are useless. Mm. It's like, you got all these cool things that sound cool, like one of them is put a cannon on the battlefield. But not only does the cannon not aim, it also will hit you. <laughs> so, like, friendly fire. So I don't use any of those. It just ends up being, like, you know, bows and weapons and a maze to whack things around. So it's... I can see a lot of good ideas. I just see that that, that they just didn't have either the money or, or the talent to make good on the ideas. Or the aesthetic. Or they're an indie. Yeah. They're just an indie. Yeah. Well, is, it, it's, it's an indie. It's what 100% else has this indie. studio done? Is this like their first effort? I don't know. Not much. I don't think I'd ever heard of anything else they'd ever done. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's, I absolutely bonus points for trying. Oh. I have not your seen. best champ. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't finished yet. I will fi- want. I do want to finish it because something interesting very just happened. We've got you've had a narrator, the omniscient narrator who who you know is talking to the player, so he's there. Well, in the in the last level, you hear, "Wait, hey, stop that!" Hope, rup, rup, rup. The narrator gets beaten up, and now the evil queen is narrating, oh. and it's affecting what's happening to the to even. She's like, "I feel like someone's watching me, and I feel kind of sick right now because that's because the queen is doing the narration of the game, and the narrator's got beaten up and thrown in the corner." Which that's actually fairly clever. It is. Um, so like it. It, it, it's it's a lot of like, well, that's kind of clever. That's all it's got, but it's kind of clever. So mm. it's it's indie. It's really indie. It's super indie. I was thinking. I'm surprised about, it wasn't produced by Annapurna. That's kind of indie. It is. It's just I, like. I was thinking about how sparse last year was, and how nice it was that we all got something we really loved. Like Alex got Inscription. Mm-hmm. I, I I got Returnal. You got Forza. Yeah. But really, overall, God, I'm so hungry for something. It's, oh, it I, is. I need yeah. something new, man. And it's hard to look for. There's one or two that I want, but I'm just... Oh, look, there's, a, yeah. there's a bunch that look good. There's some good stuff this year. Absolutely. Well, for the listener, I did go back and look for our 2021 hype list, and I don't think we did one. Oh, wow. Because I was going to you know, recount it like we normally do, but I, I couldn't find it. I guess we were all guess. super bummed for no reason. Uh, yeah, well, no, maybe, a big... There was a... the Okay, Five of of the five games that were the most anticipated games at the 2019 Game Awards, three of them didn't come out. That's there right. Was, That's just rolled them all forward. Elden Ring, <laughs> Elden Ring, God of War, and Horizon yep. all didn't come out. That was a um, big nut kick. Yeah. So it's hard to be too excited. So there's some stuff to look forward to. Did you play anything beyond Lost and Random? Uh, no, I did not. It's just been kind of busy. This week. my daughter's in town, so my my my, my been spending time with her while she's around. So it's like. Been a little busy with that. That's cool. But I should be able to finish it up. And then I, what did I pick up? I bought something on PS5 as well. What? A purchase? Mm-hmm. Oh, a, a fist. Oh. Yeah, you'll probably the, like the, it. The Metroidvania, you were like, eh, it's all right. It's all like, right. You know, it's an okay Metroidvania. It's not bad for me to fill yeah. in time. So. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. So that's that's probably next. Although, no, actually, what's next is Kenna. Oh, that's Oh, good. that Bridge of Spirits. Oh, yeah. Although I tried to replay it and I couldn't get too far in it. I was like, this isn't as interesting as the world of Zelda. <laughs> it's not. I'm going to go yeah, play Dying Light. That's next. Kenna is absolutely next. Were you scared off by the Jaggies and Dying Light? No, actually. I got into it. I got into it hard. Because it still, I'm, it doesn't look great, but it's still so smooth. It it plays so smooth. Uh, you, you really can just like 
boot around the world, and as soon as you go through the tutorial for surviving a night, when they send you to a thing, and you're and the person on the radio is like, Crane, you gotta get back to base now. Sun is setting too fast, and he's like, No, I can get this drop. And then you yeah. go to the supply drop, and and of course the sun sets, and so you have to, and uh, these things called what are they called? I don't know, big monstrous zombies that look like the vampires from Blade 2. Mm. Uh, wait, Blade 2? Yeah, the ones where the, the jaws yep. open up. Yeah, they open up sideways? Yeah, 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 yeah they open sideways. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and they will chase you. They, they're they hunting for you. You you can see the cones with their vision on the mini-map. And if they see you, they will give chase and beat the ever-loving shit out of you. Um, but as soon as you're through that tutorial, you very quickly notice that if you accidentally die during the day, you'll lose a bunch of your, quote, survivor points which is one of your experience bars. It's not your athletics bar or your combat bar, but it you want it. You don't want to lose those points. If you run around at night and you die, you don't lose shit hmm. when you die. In fact, if you run around at night and survive the entire night, or however long you survive at night before sunup, you get a huge bonus of survivor points. To the point that you don't even really need to go around getting those uh, supply drops to turn them in for survivor points. You can just play the game at night and never lose XP. Uh, so that's all I've been doing for the last week is just running around <laughs> dying light at night. And I've already maxed out my survival. So now I'm on to like the prestige levels or the legendary levels where it's just like plus 4% to damage or plus 4% to health or shit like that. Um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm just loving the, the locomotion, the exploration, the, um, um, the grittiness of the combat at, but while being so smooth and so kind of easy to get into where you're like a bunch of zombies come for you and you're just lopping off the head, lopping off the head, lopping off the head, lopping off the head and they just walk into it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You can pull off crazy, crazy combat choreography and dying light. And yeah, yeah go ahead. I think they had did a really good job of like, if you really, really liked a weapon, you could hold on to it for pretty much as long as you wanted to. But if you hated it, you could junk it. Um, There's a nice no. balance of, like, the no. eventually you're going to lose this weapon kind of a thing. Yeah, well, no, that's not really true, because each weapon has a, a certain amount of repairs that you can execute on it. And then it's done. You can mm. never get what? that weapon back. Yeah, no, that's But you can, yeah. there's a skill that can make it, like, you will only lose, like, 50% of the time. That one notch. No, it's not 50%. It's lower than that. Oh, okay. It's not great, but, but like, once you're at the higher level, you have so many skills to kill a zombie without using a weapon at all. True. Like, um, you can you can just walk up behind a zombie, snap its neck. Then you can bend down, cover yourself in zombie guts, and now none of the other zombies around will attack you. So you can just walk around snapping necks. Mm. And just building combat XP by doing that. Um, you, can, uh, uh, you can just knock a guy down and then kick his head off. As soon as someone's down, you have a skill where you just kick them in the head, and their head explodes. It's really, really satisfying. And... I have a lot of anger surrounding my job lately, mm. <laughs> so this game has been exactly what I needed. <laughs> hey, you're taking it on in the government zombies, all right? Kind of, uh, but um, but there, there's like a there, there's a balance to it, you know, because I think about how much I enjoyed the animations of Dishonored when you execute someone, mm. but there's also something kind of gross about it that I don't. I don't know how to put it. Like, I know there are games out there where it's too much. Like, The Last of Us 2. Where it went too far. Yeah, it just took a little too long to yeah. kill people. Well, no, no, not just that. But there was something kind of that perversely enjoyed 
in the making of Dying Light 2, you could tell that the people who made it perversely enjoyed the violence of it. At least that's something that, that really struck struck me with Dying Light 2. It was too realistic mm. and really gross as a result. Um, you mean Last of Us 2? Yeah, Last of Us 2. Um, in um, in Deathloop, it was the opposite problem. These characters had no phases, so yeah. killing them felt inconsequential. Yeah, a bunch, of, bunch of dolls. Yeah, in Dying Light 2, it's some kind of combination of cartoony slapstick, wonderfully gory violence that makes it both really cathartic and not that guilty of a pleasure, because they're zombies. No, they're just all <laughs> over the damn place. Yeah, they're zombies. It feels good. It's like Nazis. <laughs> Let's kill them. <laughs> Uh, true, yeah. It's, yeah. It, I mean, Dying Light it had that kind of Mortal Kombat feel almost to it, where it's like yes. cartoony, you know, yes. and silly. Yes, and like you, you charge up a, a blow and you let it down an overhead swing and you bisect an enemy down the center. Like it's it's ridiculous. It's it's wonderful. It's uh, yeah. It's it's the right kind of I don't want the word isn't lewd, but it's like lewd, um, lurid. It's the right kind of lurid mm. violence for me. Just gory enough, but not too much. Yes. And I've been playing Overwatch and flexing like almost exclusively, so I'm almost always playing tanker support. I saw that video you sent. Yes. That's not tanker support. But sometimes it will put me in DPS, like I said last mm. week. And yeah, that was just so sweet. That <laughs> was just so <laughs> sweet. Like both of our teams were staggered. We were on attack. And I just rolled in on Tracer, and I'm like, okay, I'm on Brig, and I kill Brig, and then I see the Mercy, and I kill the Mercy, and the Winston's on my brother, and I kill the Winston, and the Widow takes a shot at me, and I blink over to the Widow, stick a pulse bomb on her, rewind out, and that's the beginning of the play of the game. Like, it was, <laughs> it was great. My favorite part was blinking backwards uh, behind the Junkrat, and then one-clipping him. It was gorgeous. It was some really, really good Overwatch fun. Alex, what have you been playing, boy? Oh, boy. Um, what if I told you... That I have been playing a game that could essentially run on a Super Nintendo almost exclusively for four straight days. Inscription again, huh? No. Not inscription. No, not inscription. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think what it could be, but I can't. Go ahead. A little ditty called Loop Hero. All right. Okay, so... No. no. This is almost an entire... Like, there is an overworld that looks 8-bit, and there's this tiny dude made of, like, poss- maybe six white pixels... Just going around this little loop, and you fight slimes, and those slimes drop cards. Now, when you say you fight slimes, what happens is he automatically fights slimes. Yeah, this little little window pops up, and it's like a like a classic Final Fantasy battle on a black screen. That's over almost immediately. You do almost nothing. You are literally the caretaker from Darkest Dungeon, and sometimes you rub your little guy's shoulders and tell him, "Oh, you're doing great, Rocky," and you just give him <laughs> potions, and. You're basically trying to figure out the best way to put like little like monster forests or like a uh, Dracula's castle or just like these weird like dungeon archetypes next to like meadows and keeps and shit in the overworld and so you're you, just putting you, them you down place, card by card. You, you place are you, are you sections good? of the world. You're trying to re. It's like a dark cloud kind of thing. You're trying to rebuild the world piece by piece. Okay. And oh, but you're the good guy. Yeah. Okay. And you fight liches sometimes. And yeah. Well, okay. It. How engrossing does that sound? Because it, it can't sound great. No, it doesn't. Really, no. At all. It I've doesn't. Never, yeah. It is... You feel mocked when you lose a run. When your guy just like was doing great, then he immediately dies. You're like, well, why didn't that happen? Because you're not comboing the pieces of the world correctly. You're not putting grasslands next to mountains, making a meadow which gives you six health per day. 
it is I don't know. It's like a casino for for character builders. I don't know how to describe it. Is this thing even is it browser based? I'm looking at a video. It could be. It, it looks like browser. Yeah. Based. You could play it in a browser. It was like six bucks, and I'm like, people won't shut up about this. It'd be crazy not to try it. It's really good. Yeah, see, and the thing is, this echoes everything I've heard about Loop Hero. Like, it's hard to explain, but people love it. God damn it, it's good. The music's incredible. The uh, pixel art, like, portraits, like the monsters and you, they're gorgeous. They're just so... I don't think it could run on a Super Nintendo because it's a little too intricate. Yeah. And it's pulling 20% processing power, which I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> but it is... It's mining crypto on your computer. It might be. 100%. 100%. I'd be okay with it. Um, <laughs> well, then it should be free. <laughs> yeah, I know. They should be paying me. Um, I don't know. Like it, There's a place for games that you go to when you're stuck on hold. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, you're in a really boring Zoom call, and it looks <laughs> like you're working, but you're not. <laughs> I've never had I, this issue. I do not see, play games when I'm working. When of course not. I know. I literally don't. No, neither do I. But like, I, I'm doing a lot of like Upwork stuff, and it's really tedious spreadsheets. And sometimes you got to wait for an answer. And well, Upwork right here. Many many moons ago, while working an IT job, where you know they got really really slow, and some of the callers, one of them found a way to install stuff on his computer. And I didn't stop yes. because it was new. He was playing XCOM. It was the exact same thing. It's like yeah, it was ah. the original XCOM. Can't pull that much processing power. You gotta keep it. No. So, so hang on, hang on. You were working a job at IT. Someone working at that company called you and said, "How do I get a video game no, no, running no. on he my work computer?" No, no, he just did it on his own. He did it on oh. his own. He like he somehow loaded it in, bypassed things. I was like, you know what? Until his boss complains to me about it, I don't care. The whole place shut down about two months later, anyway. So it oh. wasn't that big of a deal. But yeah, Man, I, you... I just walked past. I'm like, that's XCOM. I kind of pretend I didn't see that. <laughs> now, was it was this like the original XCOM or was this the new version? No, it was the original XCOM. Oh wow! Like old shit, yeah. Well, as is my custom, I have watched a great deal of movies and television. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, I encouraged my brother to watch the new Suicide Squad, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. He was super mad on it, which I totally don't get. His primary complaint, which he wouldn't explain to me, was that there was no Joker. Uh, and I'm like, really? See, that's the part you missed from the last Suicide Squad movie is Jared Leto's Joker. He goes, well, not Jared Leto. I just thought Joker was a member no, of the Suicide no, Squad. No. As a society, we need to let that character be for yeah, like 20 no. years. Well, it, I'm not even joking. I, no. would be, I would be okay with five and then him coming up if Robert Pattinson's Batman movies turn out to be no. a trilogy. No. I got no problem with no. Pattinson, Pattinson facing off against... Give him uh, Zach Galifianakis' Joker. <laughs> I, uh, he's already uh, been the Joker. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis, really? Yeah. In he the voiced movie. Him. Oh, wow. Uh, then I watched a really emotional, no, slow burn thriller called Rose Plays Julie. Have you ever heard of this, Alex? No. Okay. So there's, uh, this is on, this is one of those free movie or movies that I'm able to get off Shutter for during its one month free trial, which I got to remember to unsubscribe from. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but what it is, is it's this really, really tense movie. This young woman is in college to be a vet. Um, and she is obsessed with an actress and we kind of eventually figure out that she's obsessed with this actress because the actress is the mother who put her up for adoption as a child. But we get a, we really get a sense of how angry um, this young woman is 
and we're kind of worried about what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. And and what her plan is and waiting for it to come to fruition is just really anxiety inducing for the entire movie. And eventually her father's introduced or the her their uh, the birth father, the sperm donor, you want to call it. It's Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Oh shit! Yes. So so then it so then it again it, it becomes more interesting. And his character is a horrible person, and you he's want to good at those. He's so good at those. You want to hate him so bad. You can't wait for it. He's but got when that it punchable rat face. But when yeah. it finally comes, um, it felt like I don't know. It felt like a fantasy. It felt like there's no way that that's where this character ends up. I liked the amount of humanity it gave him, but at the same time, it was it was kind of dissatisfying. So, in, but in, in terms of performances, it was great. Alex, where are you with Witcher season two? I'm done. How are you? Uh, I have completed Witcher season two. I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. There weren't enough monsters for my taste. Nope. But with I, monsters that were there, were great. That was a goddamn basilisk. And once again, um, Henry Cavill. Good, good work. No, not just good. He's carrying the series on those epically broad shoulders. He is so charismatic <laughs> as Geralt. He oh, owns God. it. Oh, making new monsters has been illegal. Mage would never. Oh, yes. Obviously not a mage, then. He's, no, he, he absolutely carries the series. And I actually no, he's doing like, a great job. I hated Siri in the first season. I really like Siri in, the, in this season. I'm interested. Well, she where got to do going. something this season. She got to do something. She got to be someone. She got to stand up for herself. She got to get angry. Um, she was she much more interesting. Witcher trial thing, which was awesome. Yes. So yeah, I'm really kind of I'm really kind of happy with where it went, and I'm sad that it'll be like another year before this. Yeah, can, it felt like a two-parter. Yeah, yeah. Like and the last that. shot made me howl. What was the last and, shot? Unten- unintentionally. Remind me. Where it's just like um, the series dad takes off his helmet. I need to find my daughter. I'm like, okay, okay, mm. okay dial it. Yeah, back. No, I remember that. I remember that. It was bad. <laughs> no, no, it was fairly. I'm not over exaggerating. I know. I pre- but the thing is, I appreciate that they reintroduced that character through Siri remembering him during that episode. Because otherwise, yeah. I would have had no idea who that fucker was. And he doesn't dissolve in that in the end of the dream. Um. What do you think that means? Yeah. Oh, now I get it. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so you know how I'm always talking about this Norwegian actor from um, the Alien prequel? Alien prequel. Yeah, Prometheus. Prometheus. New, oh, Numi uh, Rapace? I always say Numi Rapace. Thank Rapace. you, Alex. It's Rapace. Rapace. I looked it up. I looked up her pronouncing it. It's Numi Rapace. I like that. Numi Rapace I watched recently in Lamb and really liked her acting in her native Norwegian. So there's a thriller, comedy thriller on Netflix called The Trip. It's fully Norwegian starring Numi Rapace and a bunch of people you never heard of. Um, The basic setup is a husband and wife who really hate each other go on a little uh, weekend trip up to the cabin and they're both planning on killing each other. (laughs) <laughs> we see the whole thing from the husband's perspective as he ineptly goes around to co-workers and talks about how his wife is planning on going on a hike up in the woods. And I told her, that's really dangerous. Someone could really get hurt. And he makes sure to name drop, to drop this to everyone in his orbit before he goes on the trip. So, And then he goes to the hardware store and he buys rope and he buys a hammer and he buys a hacksaw. <laughs> and, and, he, and he hides it, he hides it in the trunk. 
And so we know what this guy's up to. And as he's sneaking up on Numi Rapace and he's holding the hammer in one hand to, uh, to, to finally deliver the, the killing blow to his wife and end his marriage, um, he pulls back the hammer. She turns around and tases him. And he wakes up tied to a chair. She's been planning this for months. <laughs> so she, she has the upper head. She's definitely going to do it. And then it's interrupted by the assistant that he hired to come out and help him dispose of the body. Oh. Ah. Um, a tussle then ensues over the gun, and he accidentally blows off that guy's hand. The guy is about to run out of the house. Numi Rapace yells at him, stop him! So he shoots him in the back. They roll around on the floor, and earlier in the movie, it was mentioned, and people will notice that when you mention there are three escaped convicts early in a movie like this, those guys are going to come up. Yeah. They're rolling around on the on the ground of the master bedroom on the second floor with a shotgun. One of them, the gun accidentally goes off. There are screams from the attic. And three men fall into the room on top of them. <laughs> and so the movie just escalates and then escalates and then escalates. And at the point I'm describing, when the men fall through the ceiling, it's at that point where shit gets really real. And really, it begins to really kind of keep the scary promise. Uh, so it is it is thrilling and gross and scary and funny and another great performance from Numi Rapaz. It's called The Trip. It's on Netflix. Highly recommend it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did you watch it? I want to. That sounds fantastic. It is fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm really glad I found it. It's one of those. It's one of those God good damn. ones. It's one of those hidden gems. And I've got one more. And this one's network television. Oh no! What? Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be possible. I'm sorry, but it is. Now you may recall what you probably Free do. Free television. Hmm. Yes, <laughs> you may recall. Um, I I enjoyed a Black Lady sketch show on HBO, and I pointed mm-hmm. out that there's a woman. Uh, Ashley Nicole oh, yeah, Black, yeah. I think, is her name, who is really worth watching, and she ends up being like a writer producer on Ted Lasso. She's super talented. I totally fucking called it. Well, there's another one. Her name is Quinta Brunson. Quinta Brunson was also an alum on the first season of Black Lady Sketch Show. I was really disappointed she wasn't there for season two, but the reason she's not there is because she was developing her own sitcom called Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary is. Um, I feel like I just watched the first two episodes of Parks and Rec, and no one else knows about it yet. <clears throat> yes. Alex, check this out. Abbott Elementary. Okay. Uh, I think it's on ABC. I don't know. Check your network. You know, like, you know, check listings. ABC. Look up, yeah. look up Abbott Elementary. Um, this... And Hulu. Oh, yes, yes. It's also on Hulu. And um, another oh, one of another one of the actors in it was one of the stand-up comedians from this season of uh, the stand-ups on Netflix. Janelle something. Uh, the woman who plays the principal is absolutely fucking hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, Abbott Elementary is definitely worth keeping an eye on. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm always this close to getting rid of network TV. And then something comes out, and I'm like, that's pretty good. That's awesome. Well, I mean, if it's already on Netflix, I'm, I'm, I mean, on Hulu, I'm set. It's on Hulu. All right. Or it's on Hulu. And that's what I've been playing. I've been playing the television. What do you mean get rid of network TV? Don't You, you actually don't have an antenna plugged into your TV? No. I suppose, I'm, sure, I'm probably the only person. No, I just watch it through Netflix, Hulu, my, my, my PS5, basically. No, broadcast television, like over the airwaves, ended in Canada years ago. There's, like, there's literally no broadcast television. I'm pretty sure, like there were, like I remember there was a period where every network was saying, like on this date, broadcast TV will end. You're gonna need a modem well, in your house, they, basically, they went to get the TV. Digital yeah. broadcast, digital, yeah, which is still there. But the, I don't like that. That that therefore you're kind of fucked in an emergency situation. Like kind of, yeah. Your 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 internet well, provider you goes out. Your internet provider goes out. You're kind of fucked. Yeah, but who has a radio? You've got a radio in your car. Where else do you have a radio? 
I, I open up my phone to do internet radio. That's true. <laughs> I certainly, like, in fact, there is an old radio in this house, but that's because I'm an old guy and we got old shit lying around. And that's what a radio is. Old shit. It's some old shit. Does that mean it's time for headlines? I think it is. Headlines. In entertainment news, Marvel's Eternals comes to Disney Plus on January 12th. I might watch it. I'll 100% watch it. It's a free Marvel movie. It's a free Marvel movie with um, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, Kumal Nanjiani is really good. he's good. Yeah. Yeah, who was bulked out like you wouldn't be. I know. I love those pictures of him. It's steroids. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good, actually. (laughs) Thank you. He's listened to his podcast. This might be racist. I'm going to stop. Is it actually? But that sounds like No, he had a podcast about playing video games with his wife. It was amazing. Called Indoor Kids. And he said it was steroids? I think he mentioned steroids. I I seriously think he tweeted something. It might have been a joke. I don't think it was. Well, he does do a lot of... It was like a steroid cocktail. He does do a lot of comedic roles. Yeah. Well, like, there's a lot of, like, weightlifting, obviously, but, you know... Well, yeah, it doesn't happen by itself. All steroids allow you to do is skip your rest days. That's what it really does. Uh, That that might have been what it was doing. Yeah. That's, that's Either terrifying. Way. Either way. Yeah. Poor guy. I'm not saying run out there and do it, but I'm no. saying steroids are not like this magical thing. It doesn't just bulk you up. You still have to do the work. Yeah. I was watching another crazy YouTube video the other day of a guy building a hot tub out of wood. wood. Mm, that doesn't sound like a good idea. No, no. It looked fine at the end. Like, it was it was rustic. Yeah. It was cube. It was, like, it was rectangular, but it had really, really thick walls, and it was really deep, and you could fully submerge in it. I was, I'd be kind of jealous to have something like that on my deck. That'd be neat. Um, but then at the end of the video, he gets into it, and this guy is cut like a Marvel hero. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this whole thing feels like bullshit now. This whole thing was just an excuse to for this yeah. guy to, like, I don't know, what was it, thirst trap ladies on YouTube with his handiness and hot body. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I feel like I can't trust anything this guy has to say. He's too good looking. <laughs> well, but I, well, I mean, if it was the opposite, would you feel the same way? I would have loved the video. I would have given this video 10 stars. If if the woman doing the video at the end, like, emerged with, like, an Olympian body, submerging herself into this hot tub. Sure. See? You just need to broaden your horizon. But no, no, no. If the guy's good looking, then... Because I do not suffer that gender handicap, I was offended. (laughs) I will die angry. I will. Hey, Good cut abs are good cut abs. I don't care what gender you are. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know. Yeah, no, I meant it's jealousy, I guess is what it is. Yeah, there it is, there. Now it comes out. You're like, I could look like that, but I don't want to. No, I'm not sure I could. <laughs> I'm not sure I could. Some of us were meant to be Seth Rogen. Others, hey, actually, others can be this haughty Kumal Nanjiani. <laughs> see, six packs are not natural. You know, you know how movie stars get six packs like that? Torture. They don't drink water the day before shooting. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think like Tom Cruise takes ice baths or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there was a thing with the shirtless scene in the Wolverine. He hadn't had water in a day and a half and he was like dying, yeah. but he looked mm-hmm. amazing. See all his veins popping up? Yeah. That's terrifying. It is. It is. Like, Excuse CG for that, guys. Yeah. Come on. That one machinist, oh, the picture of um. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mc, uh, Mc, I want to call him McBale. Uh, Christian, um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale, yeah. Where he's like, kind of like sucking in his abs. Oh, yeah, because he weighed like 120 pounds. Oh, yeah. God. You can like almost see his guts. Yeah. And then he was Batman a few years before that or after that, one of the two. It was after. It was after. It was after. And, uh, and it, I think it was also him who did the the one about the 
the hunger strike in the um, strike. Irish prison, right? Oh, oh, oh! In the name of the Father? No, that's not. I don't know. That's not him. Never mind. Uh, hang on. Here. Irish prison um, hunger strike movie. Hunger, two thousand eight. Okay. Is it Christian Bale? Never seen it. Oh, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Okay. Yeah, him and Christian Bale are easy to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> both kind of place have similar but I think fa- I think I think Fassbender is probably a nicer person and that's only because I've never heard Fassbender go on a Christian Bale rant that was oh intense. good for you get, <laughs> get that guy in Overwatch news I was I was offended his angry voice is American <laughs> right I need to be an asshole to this guy. Why? I don't channel every American I've ever met. (laughs) If I were doing British, I'd be too polite about this. Right? (laughs) It's just—it's the best accent to be mad in. I think this Uh, proves American. Yeah. What about German? Come on. Uh, German's pretty good, but they don't have Al Pacino. I think any Italian would gasp to hear you say that. Hey. Hey. hey, What's the matter you? What's the matter me? What's the matter you? What's the matter you? Wild gesticulation. In Overwatch news, uh, ever since the pre-Christmas patch, voice chat has been kind of fucked. Like, as soon as audio levels go above a certain level in someone's mic, it just goes, like, it destroys it. Um, my brother was freaking out for like a whole evening on Saturday. <laughs> uh, a patch went live without appearing on the PTR first today, which is really unusual. <clears throat> it was quickly pulled because it allowed Hanzo to use his storm arrow ability through enemy shields and any defensive ability. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> it was not. Uh, the patch also includes just a bunch of adjustments, balance adjustments that no one asked for that come from that crazy patch uh, pre-Christmas. The PTR patch that all the streamers kind of decided they were just going to do crazy shit. And so, like, May can jump on people with their ice block and kill them. Like, that was that was the ridiculous patch. They took some of the shit from that ridiculous patch and put it in the live game today. Well, yeah, why not? Because uh, they're assholes. Uh, <laughs> it's called throwing shit at the wall and seeing what happens. <laughs> uh, so, here's the, here's the adjustments. Hanzo's Storm Arrow ricochets once upon impact with a flat surface. Cassidy can now combat roll in midair. Torb's alt fire cost reduced from three to two ammo. Wrecking Ball can now only have his grapple out for six seconds before it ends, so that means a uh, Wrecking Ball can no longer infinitely swing around a point if it's got a central mm. pillar. Oh, that, see, that always seemed OP to me. Um, no, it's OP in the lower ranks because like they won't switch to fucking Brig or McCree or <laughs> Anna or Reinhardt or uh, Sombra. Like, there's all kinds of things you can do to deal with that. You just shoot them for starters. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't really mind it because in my games, if I do that for more than five seconds, I'm dead anyway because I don't play against idiots. Um, Moira's Fate allows her to jump way higher. It gives her tons more mobility. Ryan's Earth Shatter will now do 200 damage within 1.75 meters of the point of impact. And how much health does Tracer have? 150. Mm. Mm. You can pulp Tracer. (laughs) Yeah, and my ult would not kill a Ryan for the record. And I'm a damaged character. Anyway, uh, Activision Blizzard striking workers woke up to a surprise today. Apparently, Activision is committed to working with Raven QA moving forward, which they learned from a press interview, as the striking workers have not actually received any official communication from Activision yet. They're just going to be replaced. This is how they learned that they were 
committed to being worked with. Like, ugh, it's disgusting. Their correspondence, great, no. Yeah. Uh, Drinkbox Studios' Nobody Saves the World launches January 18th on Steam and Game Pass. I don't know if I know that one. Um, they're doing a, I think it's a roguelite. Oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. But this is the next thing from the guys who made Guacamelee and Severed. Like, you should mm-hmm. check it out. It'll be on Game Pass. You should check it out. I'll download it and look at it. Then I get yeah. mad. <laughs> There's, like, all kinds of different characters. That's the whole deal, is you unlock, like, the zombie, and the zombie can do this, and the magician can do that, and the rabbit can do this. Just all kinds of crazy characters. Well, I want to have one, <laughs> then, from uh, hmm. from Guacamelee. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction will launch on Game Pass on January 20th. Yeah, Ubisoft is throwing some extra stuff at that too. They're they're like almost not quite as far as EA is, but like the UB Plus thing is coming to Game Pass, which makes me think that Game Pass can only be this cheap for so much longer. It's oh, gonna have to. Go it on. always struck me as an introductory fee. Yeah, just like Netflix. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, a Discord user was able to unlock the option to link his PlayStation account to Discord this week. Interesting. What mm-hmm. did that do? Um, nothing. Nothing yet. <laughs> no. Because it's not set up. It didn't PlayStation buy Discord not too long ago? I think Sony did buy Discord, yeah. Yeah, and people were like, oh, they're going to use that for voice chat integration. Uh, Olia is now on Game Pass. You should totally play that. I mean, I know you played it, but for yeah. listeners, play that. It was Every, yeah, anyone with Game Pass, check out Olia. That's solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima sold over 8 million copies this week. And they were getting a bunch of congratulations on Twitter. And so the devs of Days Gone came up and said, like, yeah, so did we! We sold that many in a year and a half, too. No one gave us a sequel. Why does everyone like him more? Um, Fuck you. Because, because he got an 81 on Metacritic, and you got a 70. Mm-hmm. That's because why. nobody likes Deacon St. John. Yeah, okay, Deacon St. John was a shitty character overall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the, only, like, the only character I remember specifically liking in, uh, in Days Gone is, is Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apparently, finishing Ghost of Tsushima like I did, killing your uncle, is a rare thing. I've been talking to other people who finished it. They're like, oh, you killed him? I'm yeah. like, well, yeah. It's yeah. the honorable thing to do. Why wouldn't I kill him? And Because and no, your whole nobody thing, because Jin's whole thing was doing the right thing as opposed to the honorable thing. But the right, but, but making your making your uncle live that way would have been bad for your uncle. He would never have you know been able to live with that. Well. So the kind thing is to kill him. Anyway, I don't know, man. Alex, I I didn't. When we're in that position, you have my permission not to kill me, no matter what. I, do. I, I don't think I will. I don't think I will. That releases you from the honor debt. Uh, uh, Sony officially announced the PSVR two at CES this week, along with one game, Horizon Call of the Mountain, which will be done by oh. Blizzard and Fire Sprite together. So two tech things from that that I thought were actually pretty cool. One, it looks from the inside out like the um, uh, Oculus does. You, you don't need a camera anymore. Mm-hmm. And two, one cord connection. You plug As it into USB. To... The PSVR was a shit ton of cords. Oh, no. It was gross and bad. I'm really kind of disappointed that they've reduced the number of buttons on the controllers. Hmm. Uh, I think that's kind of shitty. I think, like, you, you have a fine design with the DualShock. Just split it in two. That's all yeah. you've got to do with it. And they couldn't do that for some reason, so that's disappointing to me. I'm not saying I'm going to invest funds in this, but I I mean, I see where they're going with it. There's a part of me that wants to get it just for the sake of Overwatch. Because I kind of I miss playing Overwatch like that, but... You know. mm. um, if it's 400 bucks, no. <laughs> no. Uh, 
Death Stranding Director's Cut comes to Steam and Epic Game Store this spring. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, there hasn't been any word on pricing or if you can do like a $10 upgrade like you can with the PlayStation version. Because Death Stranding, I'm pretty sure, was already on PC, right? I it, think was. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely on Steam. Uh, Vanillaware turns 20 this year. God, what's the last thing they did? Um, oh, 13, 13 Sentinels. Sentinels, I guess, Rim. Uh, the bad one. You know, they, they, they were due for a shitty game. I'm just hoping it sold well enough for them to do another good one. Yeah. I bought a good one. It's been too long. Uh, Bully 2 was deep enough in development that six uh, to eight hours of it were playable. The project uh, was canceled in 2010. Oh, it hurts. I know. <laughs> I would have liked God Bully 2. damn. Apparently... Uh, it first of all had a bigger map than the original. The original had a sizable map, but the deal oh, with this map that. was you could literally go into every building, and nice. some of them you could only do you could only get into by breaking into, and that was a whole big part of the game. You could get into literally any building, and it all had functional interiors. <sighs> I don't I, want, I don't want to hear anything else. I'm I'm just sad now. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, you're sad that didn't happen. Uh, a Jason Schreier article this week shines a spotlight on the fact that Ken Levine's studio hasn't produced anything in the eight years since it was founded. I lied. This is the saddest thing I've heard this week. Yes. <laughs> Many who have worked with him describe him as a difficult boss, quote, who struggles to communicate his vision. His process, which involves frequently discarding months of work, has led to burnout. Now, this reminds me exactly of Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, it does. Right? Like the more I heard about it, like there's stuff in promotional materials that just never showed up. That's right. The catching, I, I think of the catching the cannon shot, right? No, like there were like enemies that were like in ads like a year before it came out that just weren't in it. Hmm. Hmm. No, there, there were whole abilities. There were sections of the game that were shown at trade shows. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah. that didn't exist in the real game. Um, I think it's unfathomably cruel to do that to your team. Um... Well, the, so depending what, on so this is know. kind of like a Kojima problem, but but instead of needing an editor, Koji or Levine needs someone to say, okay, we're going to sit down today and figure out what the game will be, and then in a year, we're still going to be trying to make sure we've pulled this off. Yeah, that's, this is the game we're making today. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what that's what Levine needs. I mean, it must he be nice to work for eight years and have nothing to show for and still. Where's his money anyway, coming from? Is it his, his money? I don't know. It's a it great might, question. If, if he's working on anything to do with Bioshock, wouldn't it still be 2K? <clears throat> or maybe yeah, it's I his think, own money. No, Bioshock, th- uh, yeah. A new Bioshock game is, a, is yeah. a different studio, though. It's not this studio. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's but this 2K studio? 2K still owns it. Oh, yeah, 2K still owns it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in an interview this week, From Software's Hidetaka Miyazaki said about the graphics of their games, and this is what we've always said about From Software games, so it's, mm-hmm. cool, it's cool for him to say it. Graphical fidelity is not something we put as the top priority. What we ask for on the graphics side depends on the system and requirements of the game itself, and it takes less priority compared to the other elements of development. And in that same interview, like everyone was, uh, all the headlines were, he felt intimidated and humbled by uh, the presentation of Dark Souls remake. And um, and said he felt bad that his team kind of couldn't replicate that. But I don't want anyone to get down on my team. We don't try to do that. And that's true. And I value that in you. Like, I don't value that your games aren't the best looking. I value that what you value is that we make sure before we get to launch, there's a pig in the sewers. 
<laughs> and if you kill that pig after having spoken to this NPC and that NPC, that pig will drop a, a purple ribbon that you then have to bring back to the NPC only to discover she has already died. Like they're interested in the in what makes their games wonderful to the players. And thank God that, for it. That crazy minutia that you just you don't yeah. you never let it go. Yeah. And you can't find in other games. Because other nope. games make sure to, you know, look as good as... Well, other games don't look as good as Demon's Souls. Nothing has since. And it's nowhere... It's not as easy to fail things by accident constantly. Like quests like that. Um. Oh. Well, what are you comparing that to? Like, every time I look up a quest line I want to finish, I'm like, oh, I already killed this person. Or I've already gone too far oh. in the game and I can't do this now. Great. <laughs> Next run, maybe. I don't know. I like that. It keeps yeah, things... it gives a finality to the things you're doing. Absolutely, and it, it keeps things very mysterious. And I know mm -hmm. Chamberlain kind of hates... Yeah, it, it fits into the same arrogance as the rest of their game design. So arrogance. No, you, I, absolute I, arrogance. No, no. So it's, it's, not, it's not arrogance. arrogance. It's understanding. Oh, they'll, they'll play it's the game a second time. It's understanding of how most of the modern audience engages with games and the puzzles within games, and that is not exclusively within the game itself. If you don't respect what we've made for you, we will not respect your experience. Please do your research. And no, okay, no. Do your re okay, no. yeah. You, no, that's you not, must that's go not, to Reddit to finish to find everything. That's not how I feel about that at all. They're making games with with awareness. They're just making games with awareness that we live in a time where I'm having I'm stuck in a dying light quest the other day. I can't find the door. Like it says, there's a door around this building. I've been up and down every side of this building. I can't find the door I need to get into to get it to finish this quest. <laughs> I look it up on YouTube to find the door. Oh fuck's sake. I, I couldn't even see it. There it is. My brother says I cheated. <laughs> when I told him that. He says I cheated. How old is Dying Light now? Is it no, no, that, that's old? not the point. The point is modern gamers play a game and expect to be able to turn to the internet and go, how? And the internet to go, this is how. And then return to the game. And Miyazaki understands that. So he puts shit in the game that is esoteric <laughs> and hard to understand. And people... Like, do I do I want like like the poise stat, right? The poise stat, right? Never explain. What does the poise stat actually important. do? What does it do? It makes backstabs a little easier when you're in PvP. I think. No, it's not just that. It also makes it so well. It depends on the game. It depends on the, the game. The fact that I can just rattle that off the top of my head. Yes, like he had ah. to look that shit up because it's not explained in game. And, there and I is... remember reading it, being like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. The, no. The, the other one is um, you. Uh, attacks will, it'll be harder to stagger you with attacks, basically. That's the point of poise in Demon's Souls. But it's never explained. Um, yeah, they're good games. Uh, final under rumor, Industry Insider Titus said this week that, quote, an exclusive action stealth open world game is greenlit and in development at PlayStation Studios. Think Metal Gear Solid Five meets Splinter Cell, and you can approach the mission however you want. I like the... Existing IP or new IP? I mean... The only existing IP that this could be is Metal Gear. Yeah. And it's not. Konami would no. not give it away to PlayStation. Um, so it's an original IP. Unle and what, what I'd like this to be, what I pray this to be, is this is the beginning of a new partnership with Kojima Productions. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it's Metal Gear Solid Five Two, New Gen... Oh, yes. I mean, why are they Fuck leaving yes. the money on the table for this long? Fuck, yes. Give it to me. Give me a spiritual sequel to Metal Gear Solid Five, Kojima. I know you want to. I know you want to. Hmm. 
But is it Keanu Reeves instead? Is of... someone going to tell him no when he tries to make another quiet? Is someone going to tell um, him no okay. when he oh, tries to make absolutely not salad and whoa, death whoa, 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 whoa! We can all agree that death, a lot of death stranding was kind did kind of address how bad he's been in the past. Now he's still bad. I'm not saying he's not shitty to women in Death Stranding. He absolutely. Death is. Stranding had other problems. Death Stranding. I mean, aside from just not liking how the game played, Death Stranding I'm people don't talk look. like people. <laughs> no, in, in Kojima games, people don't talk like people. I mean, maybe maybe in Kojima games, people talk like Japanese people. I don't want to give him that much credit. I don't think Japanese people talk <laughs> like that either. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I, don't, I don't think, think so. everyone can go this into is not soliloquies. This a translation issue. This is Kojima, yeah. like, idealized people in Kojima's head. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's, that's what it is. It's a bunch of, yeah, he's not a great storyteller, but he has great ideas. And more importantly, his game design is... You just want sexy 4K. Uh, no, his game design is menus. is beyond <laughs> is beyond state of the art. I I get sexy 4K menus in Death Stranding. Um, mm-hmm. His his game design is beyond state of the art. Whenever he makes a game, the original Metal Gear was light years beyond anything in its time. Metal Gear Solid was beyond light years beyond anything in its time. Metal Gear Solid, pick one of them. They were. Every single one of those games, in terms of the design and the interactivity with the world, was unprecedented. Like, they were... Ah, uh, 4 was kind of like... 4 was the greatest hits. Yes. And it was, and it kind of consciously did that. Like, it literally went through chapters that went, gave, brought you through different areas of... Yeah. What Middle Gear Solid has always given games. the player. Yeah. And then 5 was, of course, a complete departure. Whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe... Hmm. But either way. Either way. I want to... I would love that. But an open world stealth game, and and how it was described was you can go in, um, you can go in full stealth, you can go in guns blazing, however you want to do it, and be successful is how it was described by this guy. That's fine. I'll take that. Yeah, but even if that's not, um, even if it's not from Kojima, the game you've just described, a game like that coming from PlayStation Studios, which is usually AAA, and a game I quite enjoy, I can't point to any of their open world games from last gen that I didn't love, um... That's going to be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ta-da. Many years away. Yes. <laughs> um, Square Enix uh, uh, came out in big support of NFTs this week, the metaverse, and blockchain-based games with a public New Year's letter. I saw a great explanation this week of why NFTs and cryptocurrencies are terrible. I could read the whole uh, thing. I mean, where do you start? The you fact start... that it's all a pyramid scheme or that it's killing the world. <clears throat> yeah, but we can, we can, th- I'll enjoy the aspect that it's killing the world. I think that's a big problem. <laughs> the fact that mining cryptocurrency is like using up computing power. It's just, it's a problem. Electricity, yeah. Like, it's just in general. It's using electricity. It's generating heat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, anyway, um, that's bad. But here's the explanation, listener. Cryptocurrencies aren't currencies and have no mechanism to ever become currencies. They are effectively unregulated securities where the only purpose of the product is price appreciated, untethered to any economic activity. The only use case is gambling on the random price oscillations, attempting to buy low and sell high and cash out positions for wins in a real currency like dollars or euros. Yet, crypto cannot create or destroy real money because unlike a stock, there is no underlying company that generates income. So, if you sell your crypto to make a profit in dollars, it's exactly because a greater fool bought it at a higher price than you did. So every dollar that comes out of a cryptocurrency is because a later investor put a dollar in. They are inherently zero sum by design 
And when you take into account the casino, that is exchanges and miners, taking a rake on the game, then the entire structure becomes strictly negative sum. For every winner, there are guaranteed to be multiple losers. It is a game rigged by insiders by hacking human psychology. Cryptocurrency is fucking bullshit. If you have some, you should probably cash out. But it is kind of nice to see a lot of, like, you know, libertarian people online. Saying, yes! Oh, go to the Wild West! And then, oh. Wait, no, bandit raids? What? No! <laughs> Stop that! Yes. And, yeah, yeah, it's hard not to feel schadenfreude when someone's like... I, wait, I can lose money doing this? I, I, All can't, of it. I can't believe someone took my life savings that I invested in this JPEG of a monkey. In Dogecoin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, on the one hand, I agree with... Um, Darwinism. I think, you know, that's how the world works. The fools and their money. On the other mm-hmm. hand, it I I am disgusted that uh, the way we're required to survive in modern times is so tethered to money. I don't really know how else it would work, though. I know, because you were raised in a capitalist society, comrade. I, yeah, I'm aware. Late-stage capitalism. It's both the enemy and your friend. What you mean? What are you going to do? No, no, no. It is simply the only enemy you've ever known. And, no. and so you suckle from its poisoned teeth. Po- po- poison. Oh, it's, it's not, it's not poison. poison. It's where we get our insulin. Po- oh, that's true. <laughs> you just have to pay a whole lot for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Let's... This this teeth is not free. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, yeah, we got to stop this. Free the teats. All right, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I'm picturing shirt. I'm. I'm picturing shirtless Putin. This teeth is not free. This teeth is not free. <laughs> anyway. um, okay. So last week we said that this week we would discuss our hype list for 2022. We do. Yeah. I, I have a short list. Well, I I decided to assemble a list of probably every mid to high profile game that we know is probably coming in 2022. I see this list. It's a pretty well well uh, well put together list. It's there's, a list. There's too many that we don't have uh, actual dates. Actual actual dates for, but that'll come you know uh, in mm-hmm. June. All right, so read your list. Well, I mean, you know, this is just this is just by date. A list. Oh. But probably my number one for the year is Elden Ring. I'm fucking dying. And it's in February. Yeah, I want it real bad. I want it super bad. And it Want really, it real, real bad. It really pisses me off that Horizon is literally one week prior. I'll only have a week with Horizon before Elden Ring comes out. I will continue Wait, to enjoy oh, Horizon no. while you're playing Elden Ring. I'm gonna fucking love Horizon. Like they put out another new trailer today, and it was okay. Like you know, here's these amazing looking. Um, uh, it was about it was about different tribes in the Forbidden West, um, and it, of course everything looks great, and I can't wait to explore this world. I'm sick of seeing it. I don't want to explore it. Um, <laughs> I want to see more gameplay of dying of combat and dying light because everything I've seen so far has been very much about your impact on the world and isn't that crazy? No, I want to see what it's like running around killing zombies. That's what I want to see. Don't, 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 don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. No, we are worried about that. That's that's the, <laughs> that's the one thing I'm worried about with dying light. Well, we just lost our entire creative team. What, what are y'all worried about? What are y'all worried about? <laughs> hand waving. You know, the hand waving intensifies. It's fine. Did it's I fine. pre-order fine. dying light? I don't think I did. I don't think I did. Why do people pre-order anything anymore? In a digital world, why do I pre-order? So it's pre-loaded on my console as soon as it's uh, That's available. the only acceptable answer. Okay. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Yeah. You're right. 
Um, Inscription is now number nine on the Steam Store with a 97% positivity rate. They got my money. They're not getting any more of my time. You are breaking my heart, Jim. <laughs> um, Elden Ring is going to be freaking awesome. It it really is. Like I don't. They they've had so much time to make it great. And you can see the ambition just in the map. Yeah. And because we know how from software designs levels and how meaningful this is, exploration is probably going to be in this game. And we've seen gameplay of the player just riding past all kinds of shit that I'm like, oh! <laughs> Wait, stop. Go look at that tree. Yes. That's really cool. Yes. Like, you can see the density of the world and the scope of the world is absolutely colossal. Um, I didn't like uh, an interview I read where they're talking about all these, um, all these like weapon skills and combat abilities that you can that you unlock by equipping shit on your character. I guess I didn't like that. Cool. So, I didn't like yeah. I didn't like that so much. That my abilities are tied to gear, but um, God, that's gonna be amazing. And that's February. As well, but before that, we got Dying Dying Light. We got Dying Light mm-hmm. Two. We got Sifu. We got Horizon. So, starting next month, it's going to be a good month. Um, at some point this year, Starfield. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not... Oh. Hmm. I'll okay. play it. I could see it getting it pushed back again. I really oh, could. I could totally see it. I could... Well, okay, but it, they've picked a... They've picked a 22-11-11 date, which is usually... <laughs> Which is usually when they're ready. <laughs> you know? Pretty specific I mean, they, yeah. date. Yeah, they, they, they've released a lot of shit on November 11th. I think. I think Bethesda has. They well, did. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> I know Skyrim was. Some, yeah. yeah, we need to see some actual like this is what the game is. Yes, yes, we have not. Because right seen now all we know is like space. Yes, and Bethesda. Yes, that's all we know. And that lends credence to Alex's position. Hmm. They, they really haven't shown us. But, jack shit. But then again, we hadn't seen jack shit. Of, wasn't it Fallout, Fallout 4? 4, Fallout yeah. 4, Until... Yep. Uh, E3. Was, was it E3 or was it... It was E3. Yeah. It and was then, E3 and then and it came then out what, like did, a month later. Yeah, then yeah. they did fucking 40 minutes of just here's everything you need to know. And then the game came out weeks later. It was... Months, wonderful. but yes. Yeah, it was months, wonderful. But still, it was that yeah. year. It came out that, that year. That was the single best E3 presentation. What is a month but a collection of weeks? Yeah. Um... Well, certainly one of the most memorable, but memorable Bethesda. Ones. I was starving for it. It was the it was the perfect reveal. It's like here's this thing. It's almost done. You can play it in a couple of months. Yeah, so, enjoy. So when we say we haven't seen shit of uh, Starfield yet, that seems Bethes- very intentional yeah. As well. Bethesda could be just like sitting there with with their trigger hand just outside well, their you know their holster. There really isn't going to be <laughs> waiting any to blow us away. Here. So yeah. they're gonna have to do their own stuff. And they E3's done. No, E3's gone. E3 has always occurred. Uh, has has always interacted with me over YouTube. This year well, will be I, no different. I, true, but but the ESRB is kind of like eh, eh. We're kind of done with this now. Yeah, I think the it's, whole I think the whole industry is kind of done with it. Nintendo yeah. knows. Yeah, they're they just doing their it. own shit now, which yeah. is fine as yeah. long as it happens around the same time of the year. Call it whatever you want. Mm. Just don't we... give it. Don't give it to Keeley. Don't let Keeley's oh, video game summer yeah, be the no, thing. Yeah, don't 100%. give it to him. Yeah. Don't let him have that. <laughs> he used to be a journalist. Uh, what else? We... Okay. Now it's possible the Callisto Protocol will come out this year. That is the next game from the X Dead Space <clears throat> games or X yeah. Dead Space devs. 
Still haven't seen much from that. Yeah. No. Uh, sometime this spring, we should get the new gen patch for Cyberpunk and all the additional goodies that entails. Looking forward to that. Really. Yeah. Bigly looking forward to that. Because it's got to have content. It's been way too fucking long. For free, though? No, not probably not for free, but I would buy I'd buy something. Uh, no, no. The, the new gen patch is free, and it will come with a bunch of, like, apparently it comes with a bunch cosmetic, of other. Cosmetic, they said. Well, yeah. it's cosmetic. Did they say it's just cosmetic? Because they've I added they did, yeah. they've added some cosmetics. There's like mm-hmm. new shit that you can um, craft, and there's new gear in your closet. Apparently, uh, apparently Gotham Knights is next year, right? Trying this really year? hard to get excited for that. I I that is Rocksteady, right? No, no, it's not. No, that's, oh. it's that's, the it's the uh, Arkham Origin guys, yeah. and I know oh. you both hate it so much. No, I actually no, like that no. one. Arkham Origin. I don't hate Arkham Origin. It's just the if, least. If any games. other dev had come along with Arkham Origins prior to Rocksteady, we all it would have blown our minds. Yeah, I would have. Exactly. So so. Uh, so that developer is capable, and they've had a long time to work on Gotham Knights. Yeah. They sure have. So let's just hope it's not one of those games that suffered due to that long development. Okay. I really... It was a good thing I read the list to remind me of this. When the sequel comes out for Breath of the Wild, I'm going fa- to fanboy out a little. I, I can't believe we're going to see that this year. I, I mean, uh, unless sure Nintendo's n- going to drop n- a new Switch on us this year. Nintendo has... Well, I don't know about that, but Nintendo has said it's coming this year. In, in fact, I'm, I'm 100% on that. Uh, breath I am kind mind. of done with 1080p anything. I really okay. am. I 100% agree with you. Um, but although that said, I am playing Dying Light, Dying Light's PlayStation version right now. <laughs> so, so, and prior to that, I was loving the fuck out of Zelda. Um, it is 100% currently coming 2022. I would like, you know grown up graphics please i would i would love that too we all would but what's but nintendo's I mean, I'm, not, I'm not touching pokemon arceus me neither a i don't like pokemon and b because it looks like poo i tried i tried to like a pokemon game it did not stick arceus they, is an action game anyway it's different they're really grindy that does not surprise well, me it's not like, just, like it's almost not... all pokemon games by design are just really grindy and don't do anything for me anymore it wasn't just that it was grindy. It was that when the combat occurred, it was... Very simple. Yeah, just... And, you know, that's great for kids. But I think it's great that there's a game like that for kids that you can just hand to a kid and they can get and have a great time yeah. with. Right, yeah. But I... I it's... Um, yeah. It's, I can't dig it. Mm. Too simple for me. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is coming 2022. I don't see how that could not be at least worth a, worth a buy. 100% that'll be worth a buy. Uh, what else? Um, Stalker 2. Yes. Is this year? But that's mm. that's only for Xbox. That's fine. And PC players. I, I have one of those. And PC players like Alex. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to so that. that I'm excited about. If the reviews are good. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd wait for reviews on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the new Plague Tale game is this year. Yes, right. I didn't put Plague it Plague Tale list. Requiem. Plague Tale was actually really good for being like a double A game. That was good. Um, the weird Gigeri esque horror game Scorn is still floating around out there. All right, that's supposed to be this year. Hmm. Now Scorn could be like you know, oh shoot, what was that awful one that came out? Um, yeah, Pain. No, Torment. Torment was it? Torment. 
You're the one who played them. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Agony or something. It was like Agony, Agony that's what it was. Agony. Oh, okay. I could I played Agony. I tried twice. I couldn't make it more than 15 minutes in. The game was so bad. Um, but hopefully Scorn, that one might, looks, I mean, visually it looks interesting. You know, that it does. might help. I put I put together this list by going to um, by going to Wikipedia and going through everything and just pulling out the ones that I thought, oh yeah, I've heard of that. That looks okay. And one of those listed, Alex, is mm-hmm. Hollow Knight Silk Song. No, what? <laughs> Shh. It is. No, li- well, like it, no, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's here because it was on that list. Well, what uh, did they say? I'm at... What did they say? It might come out. No, it's just on that list. Oh, no. it's kind of expected. I'm, I'm how on, long? Uh... How long ago did they announce it? They didn't. No, they announced. Hulk oh, how Silk long ago did they announce it? Man, point. there was a trailer that looked, made it look almost done on Nintendo Direct, like almost three years ago. But that wasn't the announcement. No, it wasn't the announcement. Hollow Well, I, I'm on Game Informer's list of potential 2022 games, and mm-hmm. it's not on this one. That's because they're not well informed. Alex gets it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Puzzle Quest Three. Yeah. God, I'm gonna play that at least one more time. Development. It was announced February 14th, 2019. That feels so much longer ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So co- the problem is, it hasn't been five years. It's just COVID. COVID lasts, is yeah. still just, it makes time. No, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2020. Only three years. I know it's math, but it fuck. Feels like five. It feels so much longer. It's been at least a half a decade since we saw that trailer. See, according to this list, the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is 2022, which I don't believe for a second. That's not coming out this year. No, I There's thought they no ended. Way. I thought they ended their last trailer with Hangover. I almost, I, I noticed that nobody actually even believes that Vampire the Masquerade Redemption Two is coming out ever. No, no that was no, all. When, that was also on the list. When your head writer's a pedophile, you're done. You're you're done. But the it's first not one was fun. Uh, Suicide Squad. So if you go to the official DC YouTube page and find the mm. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League official story trailer called Ticking and just look at the description that DC put in there, coming in 2022. See, putting that up against Gotham Knights, though, I mean, I understand it's different the different sides of things, but it's like, do you want that fight? Or are they going to come apart far enough I, apart that it doesn't... What happens if you get into a lobby and everyone else wants to be Harley? What happens? Does does someone have to play King Shark? Is that how it goes? Somebody has to be Boomerang. Okay. It's going to be me. If someone, I'll play King Shark. If, if there's a button that says, you know. But, but who, who has to play Boomerang shark is, a is shark. the problem. <laughs> who has to play Boomerang, you know? Like, I'm sure there are people out there who want to play Boomerang. There must be. I mean... Australians, one would assume. <laughs> no, if I were Australian, I would definitely. That's I, yeah, if I were Australian, I would definitely not want to engage with the racist caricature of my. Well, racist caricature. I don't know if that's possible. What, what's, what's what's the word? Nationalist. What? Nationalist. Yeah. No, is that is that it? Hating someone know, maybe? because I mean, of their... what what is Homer to us? Simpson. Yeah. Jim. He's an American. Oh, that's true. Oh, stereotype. Yeah, stereotype. yeah that's true. Yeah, that's stereotypical. True. And you guys love Homer. That's a good point. Yeah, sometimes. But not jerk-ass Homer. Then again, so was, so was Trump. Oh. 
I said his uh, name. Stop it. No, why would you do that? Um, this list also has Skull and Bones. Remember that game, the pirate game that we were like, oh, oh okay. no, that's, that's not, not coming out. That's not what we want at all. No, that's yeah. not what we want at all. But if Skull and Bones comes back, I remember when it was announced, and I said the game that was shown was just the, the, just the fights at high seas. That was it. That was the whole game. And anything mm-hmm. else in the game occurred within menus. And I was like, fucking no, that sounds like a shitty game. I want to go from port to port, and I want to meet people, and I want to hear body tales, and I want to get drunk, and I want there to be stories, yeah, yeah. and I want my you, guy you to want, fall off want, the ship. You know, like, you want Assassin's Creed Black Flag 2 is what you want. That's what no, you I, want. No, yes. I could, uh, I could, yeah. Desperately. Yeah, actually, yeah, I would totally take that. Yeah. <laughs> that, they, that was still such a great ocean. I agree. It was, it was really yeah. gorgeous. Um, but if if we could get so if we could get you know what they showed of Skull and Bones and add a bunch of you know standard fucking Ubisoft shit to it, <laughs> that sounds yeah. like a more interesting game. Hey, this says Grime coming out for Switch. Grime was a very interesting uh, Metroidvania that was only for PC. Grime. It, it looks it looks okay. It's kind of claymationy. Yeah. yeah. It's got that as an un- unannounced date for this year. Hang on. Grime Metroidvania. Click. Just looking for other stuff. What the heck is Cursed, Cursed to Golf? I don't know what that is. Cult of the Lamb. Remember that? Yeah, but that's not coming 2022, is it? Um, this is a list of potential 2022 hmm. games. But it only has PC is on there, so this can't be... Uh... I am on Game Informer's site, so how good can that possibly? You know? hmm. Actually, Grime looks kind of looks okay. It does yeah. actually. It, it, yeah, it looks half decent. It's on PC. Mm-hmm. It's on, I, I'm, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. I actually, um, they've got on this list band out of three. I know, and I'm having a real hard time getting excited for that. I, that's how I felt too. Because I don't want to play Bayonetta in 1080p, as awful as it sounds. Um. I agree. I want to play Tanny. I want to play Bayonetta 4K60. Yeah. And just saying those words makes me want to go get uh, the Devil May Cry Special Edition for PlayStation Five. There you go. But it wouldn't be DMC. It would be Devil May Cry Five. So. Nah. The lesser DMC. Well, depending <laughs> on who you ask. <laughs> I think we're the only people in the world who are not lesser. DMC. Just you know, really tired at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's why Bayonetta exists because Devil May Cry was getting fucking boring already, like three games in, and uh, and they went off and did this crazy shit with Bayonetta, and then they went way too far with the sex shit, and then somehow sold the character to Nintendo. <sighs> how how to be a fly on that wall in that boardroom? Why I just did the Bayonetta's in Smash? It just amuses me to no end. Why did Xbox let that go? I don't know. Bayonetta so was dumb. originally an Xbox timed exclusive. Then it went to PlayStation? No, uh, Bayonetta it, no. 2 is Switch exclusive. Yeah, Bayonetta. Oh or, sorry, Wii U. It was Wii U originally. Yes. But, well, Bayonetta, Bayonetta, was, uh, Bayonetta was Xbox exclusive. Then it had a multi-platform release like a year later on PlayStation that didn't hit 60 it was frames. was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Now, I, was I, that PS3 was the version was I got. I still loved it. But yeah. Xbox definitely got the definitive version. And then for Bayonetta 2, yeah, fucking Nintendo. It's like they sold... It's like... I don't know how to put this. I'm not sure there's a movie... It doesn't make sense. There, there's not like a movie series I could point to. That like, And then they sold it to Disney. <laughs> you know? It's weird. Hey, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga might finally come out this year. Yeah, I saw that. I God damn, like it. it's been a while. 
I it's it's been years. They kind of stopped making Lego games for a while. That's true. I noticed that they were like yearly. Well, you know, maybe they've been coming out and we just haven't noticed. Is that possible? Um, I don't think so because I actually look for them because they're they're fun for a couple of days. Lego video I've not seen any. List of Lego video games. They 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 did like Lego Dimensions, which I didn't mess with, and there was that Lego City Undercover, I think, which I didn't mess with. Oh yeah. 2015 Lego Legends of Kaima Tribe Fighters. Yeah. Lego Le- Lego Nexo Knights, Murloc 2.0, Lego Ninjago, Shadow of Ronin. And then oh, it's all handheld stuff, probably. 27, uh, those are Android and iOS. There was 3D, okay, 3DS and Vita. 2017 Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Lego Worlds. 2018 Lego Cube for Windows. 2019 Lego Builder's Journey for Mac and Mac. And then Lego Brawls for Mac. Yeah, you're right. Oh, the license property. Okay, license properties. That's the one. We're the license for. properties disappeared. No, Lego The Incredibles 2018, uh, Lego DC Supervillains 2018, Lego Movie Two Video Game 2019, Lego Lego Star Wars 20. So yeah, it's been three years. Lego Star Wars. Yeah, right. Yep. Three years. Weird. Well, then this Star Wars one better be fucking awesome. It's it's supposed to. Be, it's the Skywalker saga. It's supposed to be all nine movies. I know. It so. looks kind of crazy. It does actually. I, mean, <laughs> I hate to it's, think it's a weird looking Lego game, but that, that actually looks kind of good. But like, the, I, like, it does know. look kind of good, but I know that I would jump into that and have the same experience that I did with Pokemon. I'm like, kids would love this. Yep. And I don't. Just need to de-age yourself for just a little while. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, I Redfall. Lo- I looked at myself. Was red. I looked. I looked at my. Speaking of de-aging, I looked at myself in the mirror the other day and thought about <laughs> how I looked pre-COVID. And mm-hmm. what someone who hadn't seen me in two years might think if, you know, I ran into someone from the office on the street. I think the best description would probably, what if someone kept completely away from the sun, yet somehow melted a little? <laughs> <laughs> kept their house a little too warm. It's kind of oozed. No, just, Gravity just, just, just got a little, just, Yeah, just got a little old. Just the... Anyway, go on. You were saying? No, I no, I I was trying. I was trying to remember if Redfall was that weird, like squad based against vampire thing we saw. I think. I think that was Redfall. So it's not about the mice. No. No. <laughs> Redfall. No. Well, that's the Red, mice that cut Redfall. No, I'm thinking yeah. of Redfall. Redfall is an upcoming action adventure game developed by Arcane Studios, published by Bethesda, set to be released that for Windows and Xbox. Yep. <laughs> okay. Mm. So I had a guy walk into the store the other day with a a PlayStation 5 in each hand and very rudely just kind of walks up and says, can I talk to the manager? And I was like, I'll be with you in a second. I've got a line here. And I know in my head where this is going. I take care of my line of people because these are actual customers. Mm -hmm. And I walk over. I said, what can I do for you? He's like, is there a place we can talk? I said, we can talk here. He's like, I have these two in a whole warehouse full of PlayStation 5s. I said, sir, if you quote me more than retail, you can get out. And he turned around and left. (laughs) And this is good news, because if if the scalpers are having a hard enough time unloading them on marketplaces that they're coming into actual businesses to try to not lose money on them, then maybe the market's getting slightly better. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. I still got mine like eight months early, so yay. Can I... Or eight months before, like this, this happened specifically. Yep. You know, let me look so, up PlayStation Five on Amazon. See what happens. I was happy 
Because if that guy came at me, well, because I Christmas Eve, a guy walked in with a Series X. Wow. And he's like, give me 700 for it. I'm like, have a good day, sir. <laughs> I don't deal with scalpers. <laughs> scalpers? That guy clearly stole it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But still, I'm jealous of being able to say that. I wish oh, I would have. I wish I could tell scalpers to fuck off, but I've never met one. They, I mean, the, the thing no, is. No, that's not true. It, There's one at work. <clears throat> Go ahead. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, if the guy had said, listen, I got these, I need to get rid of them, what about $400 a piece? Slightly below retail? Mm-hmm. I would have gotten on the phone and said, listen, uh, can I spend a couple grand on some PS5s, 400 bucks a piece? And they probably would have let me do it. But 600 bucks, 500 bucks, even, even retail? I'm like, no, just get out. Just get out. I hope you lose your ass. Mm-hmm. I really do. So, And then the guy in line was like, bro, that guy's walking through the mall with two PlayStation 5s. I'm like, don't you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare go follow him out in the parking lot. Don't even. <laughs> but anyway. That's cool. There's that hope is. that the market's freeing up. I really, it'd be nice. That is hope. For more of these to be out there. Every couple weeks I check Amazon for a Series X. Not once has we've been available. Available. And yet somehow they've moved like 5.3 million PS5s. Let me, uh, games. Yeah, to who? Best dedication. Scalpers, I'm assuming. Ooh. Well. Guy said he had a warehouse full. Yeah. yeah, he did. And I had no reason to just to not believe him. So it's like, all right, that's fine. I, I, I hope someone burns your warehouse down. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Xbox. Or at the very least steals a few of them from you. But yeah. anyway. So there's a lot of hope for this year. We'll see how many of these things actually make it out. I think a lot of it is. I think 2022 is the year a bunch of stuff that was delayed is going to come. I believe everything that's coming out in like a month and a half. Everything else, negotiable. Well, okay, that is true. That's just the nature of the industry, though. I know. Like It's been so... I don't want to use the word timid, but there's been so many delays so often these days. Like everyone's just terrified of becoming the next um, cyberpunk. Hmm. Good. They should be. It is a good thing. It's a net positive. It's just slowing shit down a lot though. If if cyberpunk taught the industry a lesson, maybe (laughs) it was not all for naught. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Didn't they lose a lawsuit by their shareholders? I think they did. Yeah. Hmm. That seems fair. Seems to be. I wonder if this Xbox All Access thing could actually get me an Xbox. Oh, the one you pay for it, basically amateurized out. Oh, it's under stock. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Then no. GameStop.ca, no go for the Xbox. Ah. You've got until November. I know. Because you know you want to. You know, know you want to play Starfield. We don't even know what it is that we want to play Starfield. It's Bethesda, it's a hit of Bethesda. I need it. Yeah, it's the next. Yeah. yeah, it's the next Bethesda. And it's the next like RPG that borders on meditation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's going to be some chill ass music in it. Well, Alex, were you able to find yourself a Switch? Switch? I are, are they rare? Um, OLEDs are this time of year. Yeah, hmm. right now they are. Well, no, it doesn't need to be an OLED if you're plugging it into your TV to play Zelda. The OLED is just nice to have. You don't need it. I mean, I've seen them in Targets. They're they're out there. Man, you should check out Zelda. Hmm. Yeah, they're like they're two eighty used. Yeah, uh, yep, that's about the right price. Two eighty. 
No, two nineteen. No, I don't trust you. <laughs> no, two nineteen. I'm not clicking on a Google like... ad ever again. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, there was a fantastic bit in the stand-ups um, where this guy. Oh, the stand-ups. Yeah, the stand-ups on Netflix. Uh, the most recent season, one of the guys was talking about how um, he was at a really low point in his life, and he was ready to kill himself. And if you type into Google how to kill yourself, Google will tell you you're not alone and give you uh, resources that you can reach out to. Mm. But if you go to Reddit, they will explain that, <laughs> 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 that what you do is you need a garage, you need a car that was built before 1997 <laughs> i think it was it's like how do you and how do you know this well i tried and it didn't work so then it's not a great <laughs> and uh and you, you, gentlemen you, i apologize you, my uh smoke detector is beeping oh oh deal with it. yep it probably means you should go take care of that yeah well uh don't burn down yeah and he uh <laughs> and he's gone and he, he explains all the minutiae of the, t- of the technique but then he, he thinks to himself he closes it down, and then email pops in his inbox. It's from Google. It's an ad for a 1995 Toyota Camry. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope Alex is okay. We're not beating there to that. Yeah, well, he's fine. He's fine. He'll email us later. Um, it's cold enough in the house that I'm using I'm using a heater on the main floor. Uh oh. Um. And uh, over the over the over the New Year's weekend, uh, a bunch of buildings in the area burned down. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, so so when you're <laughs> when you're in your house chilling and you've got a heater going downstairs and you smell burning, fuck it is yeah. terrifying. Just go run and see what's going on. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was checking and checking and checking, and then I'd walk outside and I'd ask the neighbor, "Do you smell that?" She's like, "I smelled something indoors, but now I'm out here. All I smell is cold. It just freezes up your nostrils." I go, "I know." <laughs> But then, but then later on, the kids were like, "No, that apartment building is burning." So, oh great! So no, I was like, "Thank God, my my shit's not yeah, on fire." We're not burning down. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, here's to a 2022 with there being something to play. Yeah. For Alex Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you. In a week.